Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. My next guest has been on the show here before. She is a an award-winning author, national talk show host, and she is a nationally known, internationally known speaker. And she also is the founder of Tease Italy. Welcome, Teresa Tamio. How are you? Hey, Vanessa. Happy uh, holidays. Happy Advent. Uh, great to talk to you again. It's such a pleasure to have you on here. And Teresa is also part of uh, founder, Teresa Tamio Communications. And T, I want to talk to you about a lot of things, but let's first talk about, talk about Italy because you've been able to travel post the pandemic moving forward. And you had a, an amazing trip that I saw you post on social media that you kind of stumbled upon this business and then this wonderful olive tree program. So tell us about Tease Italy first, the work that you do, and then your recent trip to Italy. Yeah, I, I started um, traveling to Italy, via, as you know, uh, because of my work in, in Catholic media and also because of hosting a, a Catholic talk show. It would bring me to Italy often, you know, to cover various events at the Vatican. But also I started leading pilgrimages through the radio station, leading tours and pilgrimages there, gosh, 20 years ago. And the very first trip that Dominic and I did was actually before I worked in Catholic radio. I was just leaving secular media at the time. And the first time we went there, and you know we're both 100% Italian, we just literally connected with the people, with the area. We kind of felt that we were watching what it must have been like for our grandparents and our great-grandparents, all of our relatives on both sides of the family to live and, and exist in this beautiful country of Italy. And at that point, we knew that we wanted to spend more time there. So fast forward a few years, and I'm in Catholic radio, and I start doing these pilgrimages and these tours. And we ended up trying to make an event out of it for like a private vacation. We'd go over there, lead, be with the group, and then add a few days on either after or before the trip. And so in the last 20 plus years, all of that plus assignments and vacations has led to me traveling to Italy more than 60 times, more than wow. five dozen times. And over the years, as you know, as you and I uh, work together in Catholic Radio, many people contacted me and were asking me literally for itineraries, asking me to do itineraries for them and to answer yeah. information about restaurants, hotels, shopping, everything, tours. And a mutual friend of ours, John Hale from Corporate Travel Service right here in Southeastern Michigan, with whom we work regularly, said, you know, T, you, you need, can't keep giving that away. That's very valuable information. You might have another side business or ministry that you could do. And so uh, two years ago, uh, back in the summer of 2019, I started my website, TravelItalyExpert.com. Tease Italy, and I do consultations. People can sign up for a half-hour consultation, an hour consultation if they're going to Italy, and I will give them everything from where to, you know, stay, pray, eat, and and play. All the details, insider tips, and of course that was right before COVID, and it was going gangbusters. I was doing several consultations a week, and then COVID hit obviously, and everything shut down. But it's starting to pick up again now with people going back. But most recently, this year, I was there three times. Uh, once uh, in June for a work-related event, a series I'm doing in Italy. And then Dominic and I went on vacation in October. And then I was just there uh, in November, in mid-November. But the company that I literally ran into, and nothing is by chance, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later on the program, but 
we were supposed to go south for our vacation in October to my father's area of Lake Calabria, but it was too cold and rainy and windy, so we kind of shifted gears and at the last minute changed to the north. Well, I only had one hotel booked. At the end of the five days at this one hotel, I'm like, where are we going to go? You know, I'm a travel expert, but I have to, we have to have a hotel. We can't be sleeping on a park bench. So I said, you know, we haven't been to Tuscany in a while. What, what about going back to Tuscany? So we just put in hotels near this town of San Gimiano, which is known as the medieval Manhattan because of all of its towers. And this hotel pops up. And V, it is absolutely adorable. It's a little quaint boutique hotel with only seven rooms outside of the beautiful hill town of San Gimiano. And so I just, on the contact information, I said, hey, I know this is last minute, but my husband and I need a place to stay in Tuscany and your hotel looks great. So the owner, Pierre Luigi Torciano, calls me back personally because I put in my cell phone and, you know, my email. Yeah. Calls me back and he says, we have a room for you. So we end up going there and I meet this man and his family, the Torciano family, and not only do they have a hotel, but they have a winery and they do all these activities and they have an olive oil, uh, you know, company that produces olive oil. We're going to talk yeah. about that too. But it wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be in Tuscany. I just happened to find this hotel online and I yeah. just fell in love with this family and their products and we tasted their wines and their olive oils. And so I decided to, to team up with them and offer, we've got great Christmas baskets and wine baskets, and they're giving us a special discount. Uh, we'll tell you about that in a minute, but it was just amazing. We had a great trip. Now is another place to recommend, which is really cool. And I saw you right. cooking with them. And yep. so let's get into the details. Let's first talk about how you, how you're teaming up with them. What are you offering this holiday season? Well, people go to travelitalyexpert.com and go to gifts at the top of the web, um, the website travelitalyexpert.com, they'll see the section and they'll have a variety of gifts from which to choose. They put together some special, uh, wonderful wine baskets for us, olive oil baskets. And also you can even adopt an olive tree in Tuscany, Italy. And what's neat about this V is you'll get them quickly. There's free shipping. There's a special uh, Tease Italy discount. All the information is on the website. Just put in Tease Italy, that's capital T-S, Italy, and you'll get a special discount, and there's also free shipping involved, and they have a distribution center in Chicago, so their products have been sent from Italy to Chicago, so they have plenty of supply, so that makes it easy for them to offer the free shipping, but also means you're going to get it in plenty of time well before Christmas, so all they have to do is go to TravelItalyExpert.com and look at the gift section, and it's all there, all the different items that are, that are being offered. That's awesome too. So great, another a great item for a Christmas gift. And I'm I'm going to talk about your book as a great stocking stuffer too. But let's let's continue the conversation about Italy for right now. Tell us about the olive tree that you kind of the olive tree program that you stumbled upon while you're there as well. Yeah, this was just another thing that just came up in the conversation. I was I was meeting with um, one of their employees, Chiara, a, a wonderful young woman who works in their main offices in, in San Gimiano. And during COVID, of course, we know that Italy was among the hardest hit in terms of the countries that were just devastated from COVID. And many people were out of work. And they noticed in this area where the Torciano wineries are located in, in the hillside of outside of San Gimiano in northern Tuscany, that there was this all these different olive trees that were literally just dying. They were growing in upon themselves because nobody was pruning them. Nobody was treating the area around them to help them grow properly. And so they decided in order to give back, that they would buy the property that you know had all these different olive trees and hire local farmers to come in, people knew about the land and know how to grow olive trees and take care of them and tend to them. So they would give back in two ways. They would have the olive trees that would be contributing right to the production of olive oil, but mainly they would be giving back 
to the community. It would be an environmental effort, but also be a way for them to give back to employees in the area, people who needed work. And there was a faith component there as well, which I really liked. They're a very Catholic family. And in Italy, you know how here in the United States, Christians will use palms on Palm Sunday and, and keep the palms in their home usually year round to the next Easter season comes around. Well, in Italy, because of all of the olive trees, they use olive branches. So what they do is they allow the priests from the local churches to come in. And when they prune the olive branches, they give the priests the olive branches so they can use them in their processions and they allow the priests to come in. It's so beautiful. And the priest comes in and blesses the olive trees. And so they have a new program that they're offering. And if that's on the website as well at travelillyexpert.com, this is such a cool gift because when you do this, when you adopt an olive tree and you can do it for one person, several people can get together. You can do it in, in, you know, in the name of your family, for example, Dominic and I did it. We adopted an olive tree in the name of our heritage uh, on both his side and my side. So we have a plaque that has our family names on the tree. And we know that this olive tree is going to be preserved. And it's going to be helping to keep people employed, but also to help produce olive oil. And when you get it, when you adopt a tree, you get included in the price, you get this huge, huge bottle. And I mean, huge bottle of special olive oil that's entitled the Dots AC, which is the beautiful document that Pope Francis wrote about the environment. And they have it in this gorgeous box. You can see it on the website. So you adopt a tree, you get a certificate, you get a picture of the tree you know, with your name on it, beautiful certificate and a beautiful folder. And they send you a box of this olive oil. It's crazy gorgeous. And what a great gift. Mm, I love it. It's something so different. Sometimes we have all kinds of things too that, and we don't need other things. And why not have something so special like this, like an olive tree and taste delicious olive oil. Every time you, I've talked to you about this, it's like, I want those bottles of olive oil. Oh, it's so good. I'll have, to, I'll have to bring some over and so you can try it. <laughs> what I love about it is it's, it makes you feel good because not only you know, are you preserving, you're helping the environment there, but you're, you're giving back to a country that was so devastated by COVID and helping people uh, in terms of employment. It was so cool because they actually interviewed Chiara from Torciano Farms and, and Winery right there in the olive grove. I'm like, how does this happen? This is crazy. But it was just so beautiful and such an interesting story in terms of how they have to constantly prune the trees because if they grow upon themselves, they basically suffocate. It's very scriptural, of course, for those of us who are, are Christians and know about uh, Jesus as the image of the vine and the branches. This is so wonderful, T. So we're talking about um, Teresa Tamio here this morning at It's Your Community about Teas Italy, one of the many things that she has going on, along with being an award-winning author and speaker and talk show host in the Catholic uh, arena. And um, T, um, in terms of traveling to Italy, how are things going post the pandemic? It's it's people are traveling. You you talk about how wonderful it is to go see the Sistine Chapel if you want to go to places that are still not crowded right now. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, we just put out a beautiful. Uh, I, I do a newsletter once a month um, called Teas Italy, and I give you all kinds of tips and recipes and pictures. And the most recent newsletter, which went out um, just a couple of days ago, which you can sign up for, it's free. Just go to again travelitalyexpert.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. It's great information about all things Italy. But it's actually getting a lot better. When I was there in June, that was the first time I was there since 2019. It was busy with the Italians, but very, very quiet as far as tourism concerned. When Dominic and I went back in October, it was busier. But what was great is that it's not to the point where it was pre-COVID, which was just insane packed. You can't move in the Sistine Chapel. You know, you hear the guards saying, 
Valencia, move on, yeah. be quiet. You know, it's not like that. It's still very comfortable, even though it's picking up. But it's it's great to see the energy there. The Romans are out. The Italians are out. They're really enjoying it. So it's it's picking up. Um, you know, it, it it comes and goes because of different restrictions and different things that are happening with COVID. But it's um it's very safe, and Italy takes it very seriously because so many lives were lost there. But it's very doable, and people are very friendly, and they're welcoming back tourists. So I, I'm going back again, God willing, in March. And I was just there in in um, November, in October, and then this past June. So three times already this year, and I can't wait to go back. So T, you also uh, another great stocking stuffer. In, in in addition to getting the olive tree dedicated to something or somebody, um, is your latest book. You're the author of several books. Your latest book is Listening for God, um, mm-hmm. and it's a great book for the Christmas season. So tell us about what inspired that book. Well, I want people to get it so they can read your story because your story <laughs> is phenomenal. <laughs> Thank it's you. So good. I don't want to give it away. You have to get a copy of it. Up, but- <laughs> It's, it's so many different experiences of people really trying to be open to what God is telling us. And I, I, we don't believe in coincidences. Uh, there's no coincidence, as I say, the book, Only Godsonance. And this is an idea that gives people an idea. Okay, how is God trying to speak to me? Is What is mm-hmm. he saying to me? And to realize that when things happen in our lives, there's a reason to it. So, for example, we have your uh, beautiful story in there, you know, under the sign of the cross. Uh, we have my stories about you know, angel at the train station, the experience we had, which we believe was an angel in Italy. Uh, I have another story in there uh, about um, a friend of mine who reached out to me unknowingly what I was going through at the time, which sent me something that applied exactly to the situation. Uh, other stories of, of a friend of mine who um, was struggling with her conversion to the Catholic faith and didn't believe in the saints. And when she couldn't find her mother's car keys, she asked for the intercession of the saints and all of a sudden the car keys... <laughs> Yeah. there. So yeah. it's just these stories. It's kind yeah. of like, you know, going down the road and you're thinking about someone and all of a sudden yeah. their favorite song comes on, or you're, yeah. you're saying a prayer and you look over and you pass a billboard or you pass a church marquee. And, and what's said on that sign or, or marquee is exactly what you were thinking or praying about. Those are not coincidences. Everything yeah. is planned. There's no happenstance. So it really gives you the idea that this happens to everybody. There are people in there from all walks of life, all levels of faith. And you don't have to be a theologian or a scripture scholar to have those experiences. We all have them. And I think especially during this season, uh, as Christians, we call this the season of Advent right now. If we just slow down and 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 quiet ourselves and think about how God may be trying to reach us, we'll really realize that there are so many godsidences in our lives. And I also had the writers, and you were one of the contributors again, I had you pick a saint and I had you write reflection questions and also, you know, give some encouraging words. So it really helps people as opposed to just reading a story and saying, oh, that's nice. That's cute. It gives people a chance. This would be a great Advent exercise to really think and reflect on what God's trying to say to them. I, it's yeah. one of my favorite books. I'm really proud of that book. Yeah, it's a great book. I love it. The wonderful stories. T, how do we get the book? Uh, you could just go to um, uh, TeresaTomio.com or you can go to Sophia Press, uh, Sophia Institute Press, but all the things are available at my main website at my bookstore at TeresaTomio.com. So Teresa, you also recently interviewed one of my favorite entertainers. I just absolutely love Andre Bocelli. How did that come? How was that? That was, oh, how amazing. awesome is that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to give a shout out to a, a fellow a Metro Detroiter and a restaurateur, uh, 
Antonio Ruggiero, who owns the beautiful uh, Antonio restaurants around the area, uh, specifically in Detroit and on the west side, Dearborn Heights, and, and a couple of restaurants on the uh, on the west side. Fabulous Italian food, and this is coming from an FBI, a full-blooded Italian. <laughs> great, great food. And he is friends with um, Andre Bocelli and has helped him, met him when he first came here for one of his um, tours to Detroit years ago, and they hit it off. I think he was catering one of the events and they became buddies. And John Hale, our friend from corporate travel, and I are working on this beautiful series, uh, on a, a series of videos on Italy. And we were going over there to wrap it up in November. And John said, you know what? I'm just going to ask. I'm going to ask Antonio, see if Andre Bocelli could talk to us because we wanted to feature not just the sights and, and the sounds and the food in Italy, but who are some of the people from Italy that are really helping the world engage the true, the beautiful, and the good. And so John put out, um, you know, a shout out to Antonio, and Antonio was working with Bocelli's people. And when we were there in November, uh, we were supposed to go up to his place in Tuscany, but because of COVID, he's trying to obviously be safe and and kind of keep his distance. He's got this big tour coming up, which you can understand. But he was willing to sit down with us via Zoom and do an interview. And I know you're going to play a clip um, that we're going to share with you. But what I loved about it is he's so down to earth and he's really quite funny. We were talking to him about uh, when he discovered that he had a gift for music and, and why and how he uses it. So it was just delightful. It was a quick interview, about 20 minutes, but Wow, he was so nice. We'll play a little clip right now from that interview with Teresa Tamio and Andre Pacelli. We'd like to start out with your own story, a little bit of your story. When did you and your family understand that you had a real gift of music? And when did you decide to develop that gift to share it with the world? I would say that um, when I was a child, uh, in my family, in my family, in the school, later, everywhere, everyone asked for me to sing. So <laughs> I thought probably this is my destiny because I remember uh, the, every month, every Sunday when relatives came in my house or friends or in the church, in the school, everywhere, uh, somebody asked me for singing. So. I thought probably this is my destiny. Nobody asked for me to play football, you know, <laughs> <laughs> only to sing. Again, that's Teresa Tamio interviewing Andre Bucelli. Okay, T, that was a wonderful interview. What a great opportunity to have interviewed him. What else do you want to leave our listeners here on It's Your Community before we let you go? Well, I think, and you and I have been talking a lot about this, and we are not a people of fear. And, and while we have to use common sense and, and be healthy and make sure we take care of ourselves and people have to decide, obviously, on their own if, if the, the COVID vaccine is for them, I, I think people should still consider uh, traveling. The world is such a beautiful place. Don't let fear control you. I've, I've been to Italy three times this year, most recently, you know, just three weeks ago and no problems at all. And, you know, just think about it. And, and really, if, if, if you're, you have any type of faith, you know, say some prayers about it, but don't, don't be fearful go out there. We need to be common. We have common sense. We need to take care of each other and we need to make sure we're doing what we can to protect ourselves. But at the same time, this is a beautiful world. Life is beautiful, and we need to go out there and enjoy it. So don't be afraid. And check out my website, TravelItalyExpert.com. If you can't get to Italy before Christmas, we bring Italy to you. All kinds of great gifts on there. Free shipping, and you can enter in Tease Italy. 
for a special discount, travelitalyexpert.com. Teresa Tamio, thank you so much for joining us here on It's Your Community. Thanks, V. And maybe during this holiday season, you could take some time out to have more fruitful conversations around the holiday dinner table, Christmas and and Hanukkah and uh, whatever holiday you're celebrating this time of year that is more fruitful, you know, and instead of having conversations that uh, incite arguments, maybe you could talk about those moments where you're listening for God. I call them, um, Teresa calls them uh, listening for God. They're also like epiphany moments, those aha moments where you know that God is guiding you in the direction you, you need to go, where he's trying to talk to you and those kind of like revelations of, um, you know, where, you know, answering questions or prayers and, and it really doesn't really matter your religious, um, denomination. Um, if you ha have a belief in God, these conversations could be happening on a regular basis. So maybe during the holiday season, you, uh, encourage these types of conversations instead of talking about current events that often divide our families. Let's find ways to unify our families and find common ground by having these fruitful conversations about maybe when you were struggling with something and really God led you in a direction or, or a specific way that he wanted you to go. And you could share those stories. Stories really help us connect with each other. We connect and we collaborate and we communicate. That's what we talk about here on Intercommunity. And these wonderful personal stories that Teresa Tommy was talking about in her book, Listening for God, are just wonderful examples. And maybe if you don't have one to share of yourself, um, you could share a story from the book to prompt these fruitful conversations with your family. Instead of letting politics or current events, you know, divide us or cause tension at the dinner table, we want to encourage all of you to have fruitful conversations, wonderful conversations, family fun conversations. And so maybe the book that Teresa just penned, Listening for God, is a great tool to be used to prompt those conversations. And you could take turns reading a different story and talking about it having like almost like a family discussion, maybe get a few copies of the book for the family and have a little sit chat, like I call them, sit chats around your family dinner table and discuss these various stories and how they affected you, what you learned from them. And maybe it'll prompt you to think about your own story where God was talking to you or that own epiphany moment that I like to call them in my company when I, when I coach people, these epiphany moments, these aha moments that kind of lead us into the direction that we need to go. And so maybe you share those stories with your friends and family this holiday season. We need to find ways to find common ground. We need to find ways to unify us together as a community, as a family, because there's so many things that are driving a wedge between us personally that are causing divisiveness in families and in the communities and in the country and in the world. And so we can't be driven by those divided conversations uh, in, in the current event issues or politics. We need to find ways to unify ourselves and remember that we're all family. We all should be caring about each other. We're friends. We may disagree on issues, but we should be able to disagree without ruining friendships or uh, disengaging with our family or not speaking to family members because we don't agree on who is the president of the United States or whose, um, you know, policies that are being made. You know, we have to find, we have to find common ground. 
And I really encourage you to use this book Teresa has penned as a tool this holiday season to really prompt fruitful and fun family conversations at the holiday dinner table. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, maybe we can find ways to unite each other instead of divide each other. And as always, I like to remind our listeners, if you have any questions, comments, or show topics you want me to get to, you can reach out to me personally. Go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You can email me from the info at epiphanyccc.com. You can find me on all the social media platforms, Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook, Vanessa Denhagarmo on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and, of course, on LinkedIn. You could private message me on any of those platforms with ideas or questions or concerns. We are always looking for new show topics. And as we head into 2022, you might have some good New Year's stories, New Year's resolution stories, topics for the new year. We're always looking for new guests and new ideas, people who are connecting, communicating, and collaborating with the community. So if you have those types of people, or if you are one of them, reach out to me, Epiphany Communications and Coaching, or on any of my social media platforms. And as always, I remind all of you, our listeners here on It's Your Community, to connect, to communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.